It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. All right, we're back in, and uh, we'll shift gears uh, for the next little bit and uh, talk about another topic. Um, Our number, 205-941-1011. Greg Davis here with you. And uh, we'll be here live until the bottom of the hour. And then, uh, as I've been mentioning, but some just joined us, you'll hear my interview from last year with evangelist Greg Steer with Dare to Share Ministries. And uh, he shares his life story with us, as he's told in his book, Unlikely Fighter. And uh, Greg's a really, really neat guy with a really strong testimony. He's uh, powerful, funny, uh, really a great communicator. And uh, he's a friend of mine. He was on the show last year. He lives out in Colorado. I know you'll enjoy that here on this Wednesday evening, uh, Best Of. That's what we're doing on Wednesdays because it's church night. And, uh, you know, it, it helps us as well to uh, to get a little ahead. And I think it's fun to go back and let some of you hear these interviews from the past that are new to the show. And if you can't listen, you can always find them. We're even posting the Best Ofs, okay? These, we're posting them again, PriorityTalkRadio.com, or just search for Priority Talk Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Okay. Um, I do a lot of reading. I get a lot of books of people that want to be on the show. Stuart can attest to that. Stuart, you you see the books? I see the box full of books. Yes, boxes. uh, This is only some of them. Uh, Yeah, books come every day, you know, people that want to be on the show. Um, I know sometimes you think, man, he talks to a lot of authors. I can promise you I only talk to uh, uh, a small group compared to the ones who, who send books. Uh, local authors, national authors, sometimes they're uh, brand names and, you know, people that everybody knows, you know, like a Phil Robertson or someone like that. And then other times they're people that we've never heard of, but they have a great, uh, a great book with great content and they're great communicators and they're great guests and they have something to say. Uh, so I get a lot of books. I don't too often uh, go buy a book. I just don't, I got too many to read already. <laughs> so it's, you know, and I don't, I'll say this. I, I, I will read buy books sometimes if it's outside of the realm of the kind of books I get sent uh, to be on the show. And sometimes I will. Uh, one book that I did ne- I never got, I never got an offer to be on the show, but it caught my attention. And I actually went and bought this book. Uh, was Pete Hegseth's book. He's never been on the show. I've had a lot of the uh, Fox News uh, folks over the years, I've had many of them on the show, um, some of them that are still there and some of them that are not there, from from Gretchen Carlson, you know, back when she was on uh, Fox and Friends in the mornings, to um, Judge Janine, um, you know, we, we had her, um, trying to remember the other girl that was, uh, his name started with a T, um, last name, I can't remember. Anyway, I've had a lot of them over the years, and uh, some of them 
some of them better interviews than others, you know, but for the most part, they're usually pretty good. Pete Hegseth, you see him on Fox News a lot. And uh, he's written this book, Battle for the American Mind. And I began to see in this book that he was talking about the same stuff I've been talking about. He, he put a little, probably a little more uh, academia language to it than I do. Uh, I, I, sometimes I can talk in kind of generalities or this is what's happening. You just know this is what's happening. It's just your gut. It's in your, you know, it's your spirit. Um, or, or you just know it's happening because it's kind of what the Bible says is going to happen. And, you know, when this happens, this happens. So you know it's happening. It's, um, but I started reading and I started seeing that he as well was talking about a lot of the same things. So you've heard me say, I've been saying it for a while, that in education, you know, there's this agenda. We talked about it yesterday uh, during the whole first hour and into this hour uh, about the and the movement to sexualize um, kids through our schools and basically um, expose kids to all this stuff and the younger the better. Okay, And so you heard yesterday how this is or very well would be or could be happening in your schools. It, It is happening in some of them and it will be happening in the rest of them if good people don't push back that's just the truth okay evil doesn't just go oh that's enough no evil will consume everything steal kill destroy so unless we push back that's what'll happen so we're telling you what's happening okay i get i get into this book he's talking about the gender unicorn uh, that i've talked about on the show weeks ago um, he uses these, these, this sentence, okay, on page 10 of the book. It's early on. Uh, he says, uh, today the gender unicorn and ubiquitous concepts like it across the country. Now, catch this. This is what I've been saying now for about a year. Concepts like it across the country normalize the concepts of gender identity being completely separate from sex assigned at birth. Did you hear that word normalize? He's using the same word that I've been using. And uh, often it's normalized to legalize. Now, you just think about it. You normalize to legalize. Think about what we just talked about last hour. That's exactly what happened, and that's exactly what is happening. So he's talking about that in regards to, uh, to gender issues. But, you know, he's a big proponent of classical education, and I know that's been uh, much more popular here lately. It's, it's made a comeback, a classic um a classic uh, education and there's classical schools of course and I know there's a different ones they're not I wouldn't say very all they're not prevalent all over every community doesn't have one but uh, they're close enough to where most people can can access that if that's uh, if they so choose um, he talks about Andrew Breitbart famously saying and I agree with this that politics is downstream of culture And he says, in in other words, that means that politics is a lagging indicator. Things change in our politics because our culture has already changed. And I think he is right on with that. It's it's spot on. It's the cult of culture. 
Culture sets the tone. Culture determines what, as a society, we lionize and idolize. So, anyway, culture's downstream of religion uh, as well. That's, that's the next point. Politics is downstream of culture, and culture is downstream of religion. It's, uh, it's the truth. Uh, what goes in the church house, that is, the, to me, I think our understanding is that we have the most, uh, we have the truth, and we have um, the Holy Spirit. And when we deny the power of, it affects culture in, in a, in a uh, negative way, I guess we'd say. And then that bleeds on into politics because politicians, by and large, are only doing what they feel like the people want to be done. Now, you get some outliers, of course, some exceptions. But overall, politicians do what they feel like the people they represent won't, either directly or indirectly. Some of them do it because that, that that's what the people tell them they want. Uh, some of them do it because that's what uh, they feel like the people want. And you get an outlier every now and then who just says, I'm going to do the right thing no matter what. It doesn't matter. And uh, But they do it um, because they feel like that's how they can be a good representative of the people who elected them. Or they do it because they feel like if they don't, those people will vote them out of office. You know, it, a lot of it's just self-preservation. But uh, he does a really good job. Um, Pete Hegseth does. Or it's um, are we on, are we doing are we on live? We're on now. The video. Yeah. So here's the book. If those of you who might be watching, yeah, there's the book. It's it's good. It's not a Bible book. He does have some scriptures, and I think he does come at it from a uh, a Christian worldview. Uh, but it, it's not a it's not a Bible teaching book or anything like that. Uh, he goes on. Um, of course, and here I, I said that, and as I say that, I see where I underlined, where he was uh, quoting Romans one twenty two, uh, claiming to be wise, they became fools. And so, um, you know, that's kind of here. You know, he says, the American left has forsaken the principles of 1st, 2nd, 10th Amendments. They reject family, freedom, and our founding. And uh, claiming to be wise, they became fools. Okay. Uh, he goes into how the left took over. It's uh, kind of like, how did America become pagan? Okay, but he's coming at it more from, a, I would say, a cultural or educational standpoint and sort of sprinkling in the religious, you know, biblical aspect of it, okay? We sort of come at it from the biblical aspect and sprinkle in the cultural and education and those kind of issues because that's what you've heard us doing. Um, but he talks about how, you know, he comes at it, he talks a lot about Marxism how Marxists are able to deflect criticism, deny accusation, defeat any opponent, because um, they control the terrain. And uh, that's exactly what we see happening here. So here's the part. What time is it? Here's the part where um, I'll introduce this and I'll take a quick break. Um, you, you've heard me saying that, and he, he nails it. I was reading this uh, yesterday, and it's exactly what I've been saying, that this sexualization of our kids in the schools. The question is not so much, we should ask this question, but we've got to go deeper. It's not, is it in the curriculum? They will, it may not be in the curriculum yet. 
Okay, that's like the full Monty when they get it in the curriculum. Um, it's it's doesn't have to be there. And you've heard me saying the teachers are so immersed and ingrained in it and trained that it just comes out naturally. It doesn't have to be in the curriculum. The sexualization or the CRT, you know, that was a big thing. Do we have CRT in our schools? Well, the governor says we don't because uh, she banned it. But does that mean teachers aren't talking about the concepts reflective of CRT? No. You know that teachers can talk about it in the classroom, and they don't have to call it CRT. So he goes into, uses some good language here, and, look, look, and, it, and, I, and it ties back into biblical language. That, and he doesn't make this connection, but I do. So hang on, and I'll, I'll break this down for you a little bit more when I come back and give you some, some really, I think, some good language and some insight on this. It's been interesting to me. I've been studying this out and uh, just sort of bouncing out of this Battle for the American Mind by Pete Hegseth. All right, I get nothing if you go buy the book. I don't care. Uh, but uh, you probably heard of the book anyway by now. All right, I'll take a break. I'll come back, and I'll give you the rest of this. Hang on. Priority talk. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Hey everybody, this is Michael Hyatt. You're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Radio.
your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside of Okay, jumping back in. Let's uh, get right back at this. I've got six or seven minutes here before the bottom of the hour. So, um, you know, is this stuff in the curriculum? Is CRT in the curriculum? Is this sexualization in the curriculum? Well, I would say yes. It is, and it's and it's going to be more and more and more and more, because it's become be, going to become more and more normalized. But the curriculum that teachers have in front of them almost will never just come out and state that that they're teaching something like CRT. There's not going to be a heading on the top of the page that says critical race theory, because they don't have to do that. It's just like this movement we've been talking about uh, that was exposed by 1819, where you've got the state superintendent and Department of Health and all you know all those on the board. Um, it, they they guise it under uh, you know t- take teen pregnancy, you know to decrease decrease teen pregnancy, but the way they do that is uh, pretty much tell everybody to be gay. <laughs> so you know they don't come right out and just title it what it is. They don't have to. They hide behind this coded language that is designed to confuse the kids, yes, but more so it confuses the parents and hides what they're really trying to do. And you know that the language is ever-changing. I mean, it's like like, um, they've got a different dictionary than we do, and then it changes. They use everyday words, but they don't mean the same thing that they mean to us. And here's the way they hide the difference, okay? And this is what I've been saying, and I think Pete Hedseth does a really good job of sort of putting this language. And I knew this language. I just hadn't put it together. I was an education major in college, my bachelor's degree. It's the difference between curriculum and pedagogy that's what it is it, it's a there's a distinction between the two pedagogy refers to the methods the practices and the purposes of teaching okay curriculum is what is specifically being taught curriculum is what kids are taught say it this way pedagogy is how they're taught and when and and I know when I was in school all those years ago, they taught you the difference, and I'm sure they still do. It's not education's not primarily about information or teaching a skill. That's what that's the curriculum. What it's really become about is this hidden secret that progressives use the pedagogy, the method of teaching. It's in it's in the curriculum. But they don't just come right out and say it's in there. They bring it out through their methods, through their teaching. Now, this word pedagogy, it's a it comes from a from a Greek word, paideia. And it doesn't have an exact translation into English, okay? We just don't have that word. Uh, this word, though, is in the Bible. Okay, the, the Greek word is in the New Testament. We find it in Ephesians chapter 6, and we find it in Hebrews chapter 12. 
And it's it's there where it says, bring up bring them up in discipline and instruction. That's that's it. Discipline. Now in Hebrews it talks about, you know, all discipline seems uh, you know, bad at the time, but it works itself out. Okay. Chastening or discipline. Uh, or it's the discipline of, of nurturing discipline. And so this is sort of where classical education comes in and, and says, you know what, they, they, they sort of embrace this and say it's about the way that we teach is just as important as the curriculum. And I think us that have been sort of in the, in the public school, we've been too concerned with the curriculum and not paying enough attention to the pedag- pedagogy. And so that, that's just sort of just giving you an introduction to this. Okay, it, it's something you may want to look into and understand what it really means and what it's really about. And I think that to some degree, a great degree, this is how the left is doing this, that it doesn't have to be in the curriculum. It will be in the curriculum eventually. I mean, it's already in the curriculum in colleges, but it didn't start out in the curriculum. It started out with humanistic, atheistic, socialist professors. The curriculum may not have been that bad, but their method of teaching, their pedagogy was rotten. And that's how they influence. So you got to watch the language. It's it's things like language, like equality and equity. Are you hear these two words all the time? Equality. See, we hear this. We don't. We're, we're confused. When they say equality, when we say equality, we mean that's the pursuit of equal opportunity. Everybody, hey, it's the American dream. Everybody's got a chance at it. Everybody's got equal opportunity. But they now use the word equity, and we don't notice the difference. See, they they changed it on us. Equity, in the place of equality. Now it's all about. It's not about equality. It's about equity. And equity is all about equal outcome. And you see that fleshed out in issues like, you know, guaranteed income and things like this. It's, that's how they're doing it. They always move the goalpost, and that's what they're doing. And it confuses kids, and it infuses it into kids. I think more so than confuse. Anyway, it's an indoctrination, and uh, don't just focus on the curriculum. Think about the pedagogy. We can talk about it more another day. PriorityTalkRadio.com.